Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to Solo Cleaning School. Are you liking these episodes, the mindset of blueberry pie? The jeans don't fit. I hope you're liking them. What about the funny papers? Are you enjoying the funny stories? Some of them maybe aren't so funny, maybe kind of gross. But I hope that you're getting a smile, a laugh. Listen, I want to be able to do something completely different today. Last week was Thanksgiving. We are now approaching quickly Christmas, the Christmas season. The decorations are going up. The Christmas trees are being cut. And stress is coming to a all-time max for many of you. Let's take a break from learning. And let's just pretend it's the old school. Sunday afternoon, maybe you got back from church. You watched your grandparents get back from church. And they pick up the Sunday paper. And they go directly to the funny papers like my grandfather has done his whole life. And I don't know what comic strip he was looking at, but he would just sit there and I could just watch his cares fall away as he laughed at other people's calamities, other people's situations, at funny jokes, at stories. So let's do an entire episode devoted to the funny papers. Are you ready to go? I hope so. Sit back, relax. If you're driving, enjoy. If you're cleaning, enjoy. Don't look for any kind of nutritional content out of this. There may be some morals to these stories. There may be some lessons learned, but really, I just want to entertain you for the next 15 minutes. I have several stories I want to share. These are ones that I wasn't going to put into the beginning of episodes. I just wanted to get them all right here in a conglomerate together to make you laugh. That's the sole purpose. If you don't laugh, I'm sorry. I tried my best. Here you go. So Liz shares this funny story. A team member and I started cleaning a home. The first thing we did was strip the bed. I took the linens downstairs and began the wash while she put the fresh linens back on the bed. On the way back up the stairs, I realized we were on the wrong rotation. What does that mean? It's a bi-weekly house. They're there every other Wednesday. They showed up on the wrong Wednesday. We'd been there last week and needed to be all the way across town. Ugh, oh no. We skedaddled out of there as quick as we could to get back on schedule. Three days later, I finally remembered, uh-oh, to call the client and apologize for coming into her home on the wrong day. Uh-oh. After an awkward silence, she burst out laughing. Apparently, the only reason she could figure out that her husband would wash linens and change the bed in the middle of the week is he was having an affair. Oh boy, Liz. I'm glad you got that one fixed. The lesson here is if you're going to show up on the wrong day, which is a whole nother lesson in itself, make sure you let the client know that you were there on the wrong day. Otherwise, they might suspect their spouse of cheating on them. Oh boy. Okay, this story is from my own personal collection. So I remember a time when I'm cleaning a deep clean job, one time cleaning, large house. I knew that I was signing up for a big job. So I brought in Cole to help me. He was a funny dude. 18, 19 year old, had just finished up high school, was figuring out what to do with his life. And he's a cousin of a good friend of mine. And so of course I gave him a try and my good friend vouched for him, say he was a good worker. 
just a huge heart. Just love working with him. He didn't have a car. I'd go pick him up at his house or at school, and we'd go to work, right? And we'd just have these jokes. Him and I would just completely joke about language and cleaning and about where to eat, where not to eat, just whatever we were talking about that day. There was a fun factor having someone work with you, especially if you could make it fun. And that's something I do say as a takeaway from this story and from all of them, is that although you're running a cleaning company, a solo cleaning company, make this fun. If it's all business all the time, it's not going to be something you're going to want to do. So make it fun. Anyway, back to the story. Because of my recurring schedule of regular houses that I was cleaning during the day, I couldn't start this until about 3 p.m. So that was a problem, 3 p.m. on a Friday. Cole agreed. He was already working with me for the part of the day, at least, and he wanted some extra hours. I said, okay, Cole, let's go, and whatever we don't finish up tonight, we'll come back tomorrow. Well, here's what happened. We worked really, really hard all day, and then we go to this one-time job. And I put him in the master bathroom. Now, he's not exactly the fastest cleaner, but he did a good job. And he's up there. It's 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. I had done two other bathrooms in the kitchen. I'm like getting ready to wrap up. It's 10, 11 o'clock. I'm thinking, I need to get home, grab myself maybe six hours sleep, come back in the morning. I go up and there's Cole. He's still hammering out the master bathroom. No worries. Hey, Cole, here's an idea. I need to get home, go see my kids, get some food get some sleep. Would you like to go home? Obviously, I'm going to take you. I'm leaving. Or would you like some extra hours? I'll be back in about six hours if you'd like. You can just keep working. I have no problem. I'll pay you overtime hours for that. He's like, yeah. And I had a feeling he'd want to. I would love to stay longer and keep working. I'm like, are you sure? Are you positive? Yeah, definitely. You take off. I'll see you in the morning. All right, Cole. Sounds good. So I took off, went home, Saw my wife, my kids were asleep, it was probably midnight when I got back. Set my alarm, got up, got back to the house, probably around 6, I wasn't gone that long. Cole! Hey, Cole, where are you? I call. No answer. Hmm, Cole? Cole? Open up doors, maybe he's in the bathroom. He couldn't be taking a shower, I hope, I mean, it's not his house. Cole, open the basement door. Cole, you down there? Nothing. So I go back up in the bathroom. Well, he can't be in the bathroom still, right? I mean, he was already there for like four hours before I left. He must be done in the bathroom. I open the door. Cole. Oh, Cole? There was Cole, sprawled out in the whirlpool tub. Paper towels as a pillow under his head. And the sound that I heard, the That was not the whirlpool motor running. Nope, that was Cole sawing some logs as he took a dozer. In the whirlpool. By the way, I did not pay him that much overtime for sleeping on the job. House cleaning is an intrusive business. We enter the personal spaces of our clients in order to clean it for them. Obviously, we live by a trust code. If you remember the interview with Beth Lane on Trust is Everything or it's the trust factor, Ken, it's absolutely true. We live by a trust code and fully respect the boundaries and privacy of others. But I can't always say the same about the client toward us. Last year, I run some different groups, and I'm in different cleaning groups and Facebook and such, and I polled some cleaning owner groups. 
for some funny stories and escapades that have happened in cleaning. Some of them I will share in other episodes of this, and here I've got a few that are just kind of one-liners and just funny. So there were a number that I found to classify under the category of hashtag awkward. I will not tell the full stories, but I can just share a few tidbits and we'll keep all the names anonymous. Here's the first one. He answered the door in nothing but his tidy whities Oh boy. Here's another. The family didn't clean up all their toys. Nope. I don't mean in the kids' rooms. The other kind. Here's a third. They were a heavy smoking family, but not of the legal sort. <sighs> I'm going to end this particular story with a quote from Rick Harrison of the show Pawn Stars. He says this in the opening credits of the show. One thing I've learned after 21 years, you never know what is going to come through that door. So never is this more true in a house cleaning business. And there are plenty more stories for me to share where hashtag awkward comes front row and center for you to digest and to laugh about. But there you go. All right, here's a one-liner from Amanda. She shares, I got my arm one time stuck under a client's hutch, and they had to come home and get me out. Ouch! Caroline shares, There was a note on the counter when she arrived at one of her homes to clean. Hi, Caroline. My son was sleepwalking last night and thought the toy box was the toilet. Will you please wash all the toys? Emerita shares this one with me. I forgot the key of one very far away house, and because I didn't want to get back to get the key, I used the dog door to enter. And I fit too! Woof! Didn't Joe Pesci try that in the original Home Alone? He either got a flamethrower or an iron or a gun shot him. I'm not sure. Flypaper, whatever it was, but he got demolished by little Kevin. Here's one from Jennifer. One day, I was bent over wiping off the bottom of a coat rack. When I stood up, somehow one of the hooks got caught in my ponytail. I couldn't get it out. The more I tried, the more tangled it got. With coat rack in hand, (laughs) I walked around the house looking for the homeowner. She had to get scissors to cut it out. I was so embarrassed, but she was laughing. Okay, this is definitely one of my favorites, and it comes from Michelle. So we're at a new client's home, went into the extra bathroom, pulled the shower curtain, and there was a full scuba suit hanging to dry. I just about had a heart attack. I thought somebody was going to get me. I left a note to the client. Thanks for the scare. Please give me a heads up the next time the scuba suit is in the shower. So she tells that story. And as I was reading this the very first time, I'm imagining myself cleaning a bathroom. And usually the curtains are drawn closed. Maybe you're listening to something on your earbuds. Maybe this podcast you're listening to on your earbuds. And you're expecting to see an empty shower. You certainly wouldn't expect to see a person in there. Or in this case, they pull back the shower curtain. And she sees a full suit. You know, I'm thinking like horror flick. Like, I don't know who dresses up in a scuba suit that is involved in any kind of a horror movie. But I would have been freaking out. And then she finds out that it was an empty scuba suit. At any rate, I thought it was a really funny story. Because it's a combination of scary and hilarious. You gotta 
see from the cleaner's perspective. If you're the homeowner hearing this, you're thinking, oh, I, of course I'd hang up the scuba suit in the shower to dry. Sure. But think of the cleaner who is most likely not totally immersed in the environment she's in because she's probably listening to something and she's just on autopilot cleaning. She opens up the curtain to clean and there's a body standing in the shower. This story comes from Linda. I was cleaning a house about three years ago, just going along as I was listening to my playlist on Bluetooth, on these had my headphones. Suddenly I heard something and I went to the living room with a cleaning towel in my hand when the police were coming in with guns. They asked me why I was here and that a neighbor reported a break-in. This sounds strangely familiar, says get on my knees. Anyway, the neighbor reported a break-in. I said, I'm just cleaning here. They had me call the homeowner to verify, and everything turned out just fine, but it did freak me out a little. Yeah, freaked you out a little? It must have been a really, really good playlist. All right, Solo Cleaning School, I hope that these last 15 minutes was entertaining for you and that you were able to take the compilation of stories that I've collected and whether you're cleaning out there and you're just cracking up and maybe you discovered a scuba suit in the shower as you were cleaning or maybe your hands were told to be put up because they thought you were a burglar or maybe you got your ponytail stuck in a coat rack. Fun is good remember. If we're going to extract any kind of a lesson from this episode, it's this. It's the busy season. You just got done cleaning for Thanksgiving clients. You're moving into the Christmas season or you're not a cleaner. You're thinking about it and you're stressed out because of the holidays. This is just some good solid entertainment. And remember, life is short. Have fun. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed. <laughs>